Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Hey, everybody. Uh, It's a little quiet up here in the space bunker. According to my chore wheel, Trisha is supposed to be here helping prep the transmission, but my underlings have been less than punctual recently. Honestly, it's kind of a relief, though. When they're here, I have to be all empirical, and it's a lot of pressure. Sometimes I just want to be Craig. Anyway, the holidays are coming up, so Magic Tavern merch makes a great holiday gift. I mean, an okay holiday gift. Uh, Check out HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com for links to all kinds of fun Magic Tavern stuff, or go directly to Topatico.com for the Get Nuts shirt and a lot of other stuff, or Podswag.com for the cool offices and bosses shirts and a lot of other stuff. Just, you know, go to HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com and and shop from there. It's easier, but you'll, you'll get the idea. Enjoy the show. Hello from the Magic Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this is everything you need to know. About a week ago, I had a psychotic break and I realized that I can no longer be Arnie Kneekamp, and so I decided to become the trickster god Carnival Wilson. Everything Arnie couldn't do to get back to Earth, defeat the Devart. <laughs> everything that Arnie couldn't do to... Everything that Arnie... Buddy, couldn't. buddy, slow down. Every- you gotta slow down. <laughs> Everything. Take a breath, Arnie. Take a breath. No, no. See, you know, you're. We don't have to keep doing the show. Let's stop the show no, for a little bit. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh, Arnie can't get through this part of the intro, but Carnival Wilson can. Oh. Everything that Arnie couldn't stop do. Stop turning around when you say the n- new name. <laughs> How do you like my cape, by the way? I hate it. I told you I hate it. Everything that Arnie couldn't do to defeat the Void, get back to Earth, and defeat the Dark Lord, Carnival Wilson can do. If you're gonna wear it, can you at least make it longer? It looks so dumb. What? I'm very tall. Make it longer and put it on your back, not your front. It well, just looks like you're tucking a bib in. It looks I like was you're just in- eating. It's not like it's not what a cape does. Anyway, I'm joined as always by my co-host Chunt the shapeshifter. Oh yeah, baby. Listen, Arnie, buddy, champ, friend. Oh, please, it's Carney. Carney, we don't have to do the show. Let's take a break. 
No, because the show is how I get information about what's going on on Earth, and that's how we're going to get back to Earth. Okay, listen. A also, I broke into the library. What? I broke into the library and I stole a bunch of books, so I've been doing some research on how we can get back to Earth. What did, what did you find? I, I mean, I, I'm curious. Well, I found a couple maps. Uh, I found, uh, well, I found an old security guard, but we don't have to worry about him anymore. Wow. Did you, did you, you said no more killing. Look, don't worry, Chunt. I know. Arnie has a rule, no killing. Does Carney have a rule? Carnival, don't got no rules. Carnival Wilson. Motherfuck. I like your confidence. Thank you. Carney, I'm going to do something. I like that top hat, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. I'm sorry. I keep uh, focusing on myself and my own, you know, mental episode and the fact that I need to get back. Ooh, we're doing a mental episode? (laughs) That'll be fun. I think we're, wasn't that 59? (laughs) I don't know what you mean. But, uh, Chun, how, how are things going with the wedding preparations? Good. I mean, I am concerned about um, the best man speech, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Carney, does that make sense? Don't worry. I'll have the perfect speech. I'll have a speech that no one will forget anytime soon. G- good. Yeah, make it memorable. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, good. They'll never forget. Yeah, that's what the I'm saying. The wedding of Chunt and Tusador. Well, that sounds amazing. Thank you, buddy. You might say it would be the end of the world. Um, uh, end of the I world. Can't, I can't back that one up. That was a little hyper. That was a little hyper. Uh, hyper. Slow down, buddy. Slow down, buddy. You got it. Hyperbolic. You said you went to the library. <sighs> Wait, you just what? checked out maps. What's this? Next time, grab a grab a book, huh? What? Oh, you just yes, yes. Grab a book. Hey, Craig again. Uh, this hog's face stuff is honestly getting a little boring for me, and since no one's here to stop me, how about we check in on what's going on with Usador on Earth, huh? Yeah, let's do it. It's the Chicago Knitting and Supernatural. Chicago Knitting and Supernatural Show. Welcome. Normally, at this time, you would hear the Chicago Knitting and Supernatural Hour. But this week, I present to you, Hello from the Normal Household. I am Usador, your uh, host, and this is my co-host, Spintax the Green. Hello, everybody! About a week ago, I was transported into a very normal world and decided uh, that I would host a show where I talked about the differences in this world uh, with my good friend Spintax, and together we're raising a beautiful little four-year-old girl who is now our charge. I've taken to calling the girl phone. I like phone. I haven't settled on phone, uh, but it's definitely a contender. Uh, It was the thing that her mother loved most. In the world. Yes. So I can only assume that she would name her daughter the same. That's why, That's a very good contender, but I, I'm leaning towards Anna and Elsa. And again, I say she's one girl, Usador. Uh, but, but she keeps saying Anna and Elsa, Anna and Elsa, Anna and Elsa. She apparently loves that name. Well, I think it's two names. 
When when you have a free moment and you can watch Frozen, uh, you'll understand. I've yet to actually watch any films since I've been here. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. We're quite busy raising our daughter uh, and living apparently what some people on this planet thinks an alternative lifestyle. Most people are pretty cool with it. Most people but I are do cool get with it. some looks. Well, we get some looks, and I'm not sure because if it's two men raising a small girl or if it's because uh, we're wizards and sometimes we're floating on a cloud and people don't seem to float on clouds here. Have you seen anyone floating on a cloud? I have in a video game. It's some sort of a turtle that throws hammers. Well, maybe we should start throwing hammers. Well, they would understand that for sure. All right, well, uh, the next time I'm out... Watch out for a hammer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. By fitting in perfectly, by floating on a cloud and throwing hammers. But what what did you discover this week, Spintax? What's new and interesting about Earth? For you've been here much longer than I have. Spintax has been here for almost uh, three years now. Yes, three years. I've been living in the Hollywood Hills. But I've been away from it now for almost a week. Who knows how my coyotes fare? Yes, yes, you have a whole phalanx of coyotes, I believe. Correct. I have uh, corralled uh, the the wild coyotes of the Hollywood Hills, attached them to various hoverboards and drones, and I use them to prowl the countryside, ridding them of, mm, deplorables. Ah, I see. Uh, and how do you, how do you decide uh, who to attack with your coyote drones? I let... The coyotes decide. Very clever. You can always trust the instincts of a coyote. Yes, they're very mistrustful of small dogs. Well, that's fair. Seems to be their favorite target. Well, what else do we want to discuss on the show this week? Uh, We should speak of the girl again. I I think Phone uh, has a good chance to grow up to perhaps uh, come to Foon and become some sort of sorceress or... uh, a mage or uh, uh, some sort of necromancer. I, I believe she could follow in our footsteps. I have been teaching her little by little to look into the future. I've given oh. her a an obsidian disc through which to peer, to scry. Where, where did you get an obsidian disc? Oh, they have them. They have them here. They have them? Certainly. Novelty shops, they're called. A Spencer's Gifts? If we have obsidian discs, why aren't we building a contraption to get ourselves back to Foon? We could align the discs along with certain gems and mystical uh, stones uh, to create a a physical portal. I am telling you, Usador, magic works differently here. I am telling you that you're a coward and a fool. I've heard that before, Usador. Yeah, uh, well... Anyway, uh, this week we also would like to take some phone calls. Uh, I know you're normally used to speaking about knitting and the supernatural, but instead we'll just have to talk about normaler things. Like, uh, for instance, uh, while we're waiting for a call to come in, uh, Spintex, I understand that you had a job for quite a while. Yes, I was a consulting producer for season 14 of Supernatural on the CW. Didn't make it to season 15, I see. I am no longer... There. And besides, it got tiring. Every season resolves the same way. One of the brothers is uh, dead or turned evil. It's the same thing. They just swap it over and over. Ah, yes, Carla, go ahead. Hi. Um, hi, my name's Lorelai. Um, I was calling because it sounds like you guys are talking about raising kids, and I could use a little help. 
Oh, okay. Well, yes, we're very... We've become very familiar in this last week with normal Earth things. So ask away and we shall solve all of your problems. Okay, great. So I have four-year-old twins and they and are... And twins? They're two of them, twins, two twins. All right. Boy and a girl. And they're both four years old? Yep, they both came out at the same time. Which one is evil? Oh, uh, both? Oh, that's uncommon. Interesting. I literally cannot get them to stay in their beds. Like, they will get up for anything. And they stay up to, like, 11 o'clock at night. I'm to the point where I can't even watch my programs. It's very understandable that you would be upset. Uh, now, our, our daughter, Phone, uh, goes to bed quite easily. And uh, she sometimes makes up little stories about why she needs to be up and she needs another drink of water. It's very cute. But she's trying to manipulate us, and we know better. So we simply tell her to go back to bed, and we calmly let her uh, work it out if she gets upset or she cries. Uh, and all right, all right, okay. One I- thing that I like to do is I tell Phone that there's a dragon in her closet. Right? It's a dragon. Yes, this okay, is good. I'm this is good. I mean, that first guy was lying. I hate lying parents who say, what? oh, we just do the right thing and our kid does the right thing. Well, no, 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 no. I, no, no. Tell them about the dragon. Yes. Children uh, have uh, an enormous capacity for imagination and they are susceptible to threats. So okay. I tell phone that there's a dragon in her closet that likes to eat the waking thoughts of children. And the only way that she can survive the night is if she is asleep. Because the dragon's allergic to dreams. Yes, and, 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 and if things go particularly ill on a particular night with phone, I, I will cast a, a spell of binding. Oh, you are such a liar. Thank you, other one. That was very helpful. Thank you. Hello from the normal household. Go ahead. Uh, hey, yeah, my name is Greg. I'm, uh, I'm actually a psychiatrist. Um, I kind of take issue with some of the things that... Uh... Yes, Greg, I've been listening to past episodes of the show. Uh, I know you. You're Greg DeBunny, and you've been calling into the show for a while. Well, yeah, it's Greg DeBunny. Greg like, DeBunny, yes. DeBunny, it's yes. not... Uh, don't confuse it with the show Greg the Bunny. I don't know what that is, but go ahead. Uh, well, you have been on Earth... If I'm understanding correctly from what I've listened to this episode, you've been on Earth for a week, and you went back right. and listened to... Two to three years of a web radio program? I didn't say I listened to all of it. I said I listened to enough to come here and to continue the tradition, much as I spent a lot of time uh, thinking, uh, reading uh, books about uh, child-rearing here in this world. I can consider... I, I just... Sometimes I just tear them up and eat them because I remember everything I eat. Well, anyway, I have a little bit of issue with uh, the things that the Daleks said about raising children. Uh, how he said uh, that he told uh, the phone that there was a dragon in her closet. I'm sorry, did you say the Dalek? Were you referring to Spintax? Yeah, he's a Dalek, right? I am not a Dalek! What, wait, and now, this is an Earth term I'm unfamiliar with. Is that some sort of uh, allegiance to some sort of society or kingdom? Become it's an imaginary Dalek? automaton, Usador. <sighs> an imaginary automaton. It's, uh, why, why would you think that my co-host is an imaginary automaton? Oh, I guess you just... I'm sorry, it's just not a visual medium. I just uh, sounded like a Dalek to me. I am speaking in complete sentences. Never once have I said destroy or whatever it is they say. Exterminate. You know what? Exterminate. I'm sorry. This is my fault. It's my fault because I learned a long time ago, Greg, stay out of pop culture stuff. Greg, don't do references. 
Remember that Greg DeBunny. Greg, why did you say you're actually a psychologist? That's I'm, that's a great question, Spintax. Why I'm, did you say that? I'm actually a psychologist. That's just the way I almost always end up having to say it in conversation. Well, well yes, but I never go someplace and say, hey, hello, I'm Usador. I'm actually a wizard. Yeah, I just say, what? I oh, mean... you are actually a wizard. Well, yes. Oh, okay. And so is Spintax. We're both wizards. Yeah, we don't go around uh, imagining that people think us otherwise and then correct them as the first thing we say. What is it you think people think of you, Greg the Bunny? That's a great point, Spintax. I think perhaps Greg is dealing with some serious self-esteem issues. What you need to do is you need to believe in yourself, you need to trust in yourself, and you need to drink a gallon of goat's blood every weekend. Wow. You're like a regular Niles Crane. What? You're like a regular Niles Crane. Do you know what Radio that is, Spintax? Yes, I know who Niles Crane is. A psychologist, a psychiatrist, an imaginary psychiatrist. Get a life, Greg. Why are you so obsessed with imaginary things? Move on. Live in the real world like we do now. Yes, that's right. You can call in at any time. This is Hello from the Normal Household. We are raising our four-year-old daughter, Phone, to be the greatest necromancer in all of Foon. And I'm making her very, very chubby. Hello, is anyone there? Hello? Ah, uh, yes, go ahead, caller. What's what's your name? Yes, hi, this is Bailey. Um, I'm hello, from, Bailey. Uh, hello. I'm, Greetings. Hello. I am from uh, Buttons Academy Preschool. Salutations. Yes, you are Phone's Guardians, is that correct? That is correct. Yes, we met yes, the other day in the parking lot. Um, phone- as I told you then, I will guard her life from any threat that you can throw at her. Yes, fireballs. Volcanoes, orcs, uh, what are some of the threats, Spintax? Uh, Spears, knives, ghosts. I just called to let you know that um, phone came in today covered, covered in bird feces. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm calling child services, so I just wanted to give you a heads up. Well, I I, I have to take issue with that. Uh, I don't think you have the right to call child services. Oh, no? Uh, our daughter is is covered in bird feces, uh, so she can learn to become friends with birds. Friends with birds. Well, that brings me to the other thing I wanted to mention. Today she stared out the window, furrowed her brow, and then a starling slammed into the window and died. <laughs> is that funny? <laughs> it's, uh, Way to well, go phone! Excuse me? Way to go phone! Yes, uh, well, starlings are the most evil birds, so she's done you a service, A. B, uh, there's no reason to call child services. What are they going to do with her? And if you know a better way to kill a starling, I'd like to hear it. Yes, tell us right now. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the dragon in the closet that eats thoughts? Maybe that that guy wants to eat It only eats child's waking thoughts. Pay attention to the details. You've got nothing to fear. Yes, you're fine. Expect a visit. Well, oh, we're going to have a visitor. How fun. I'll put a kettle on. I'll make a delicious meal. Uh, hi. Oh, yes. Uh, sorry, caller. Go ahead. I was just calling because, um... Sorry, I... what's your name? Oh, do I have to say? Oh, no. Your real name. Your true name. Dr. Drew. Hello, Dr. Drew. Hello. Listen, I just want to point out that you could cut the sexual tension with the knife here. What? And so I'm just wondering... Can we get a little background into your relationship? Well, we've known each other for centuries. Have you seen each other naked? Yes. 
Yes, we used to live together in the halls of Taracas. Yes, when we were roommates, we would scrub each other down and hold each other closely at night, but we are bitter enemies. Are you sure? Yes, and we're just raising a child together now. Yes. I consumed six DVD seasons of My Two Dads, so I know exactly how this works. Okay, so, um... Stacy Keenan. What? Paul Reiser. Huh? The other guy. Mm. And the judge. Okay, well, I guess you guys are in the dark about it, but everyone else can see it. Well, uh, so... You think that... Okay, well, let's get into this. Let's pay, let's pay honor to what this caller said. You believe that Spintax and I uh, have some sort of tension betwixt us that could be settled by engaging in coitus. I don't think it could be settled. I think you're engaging in it all the time. There is an intimacy between you two that's pretty, pretty, pretty solid. Now, I will say this. We are inextricably linked. It is true. And the one time we tried to make love, we nearly destroyed an entire mountain. And I don't think that mountain has ever fully recovered. No. That's hot. Well, but it's not hot for the mountain. It's not hot for the mountain or the mountain people that lived upon it and depended yeah, on it for their livelihood. I'm the dwarves bet, that lived within it. I'm going to bet $1,000 that those dwarves are selling tickets to tourists right now to give them a spot on the mountain to fuck. Well, Because uh, they probably call it Wizard Fuck Mountain. Yes. How, how did you know that? I you speak dwarvish? No, just logical. Just a logical leap. Uh, well, I, I'm going to be honest. Since I started raising this child a week ago, my libido is in the toilet. I literally shit out my libido. I've had to go elsewhere to fulfill my needs. Oh. For certain. What? Do what? Tell. Yes, do, do tell. tell. Yes. Continue on. I go out, you know, while everyone's asleep. Once once Usador enters the wizard state and phone is busy uh, fending off the dream dragon, I uh, walk the streets of Chicago. Looking for rough trade. Say it slower. I, I, I find all manner of company. There, there's no shortage of lonely people seeking refuge in the arms of another in Chicago. Oh, oh, Spintax, we're trying to raise a child together now and create a home, and you're out in the streets every night? Where's your hotspot? Yeah. Where's my hotspot? Yeah. Sort of in the middle of my body? The crotch area, mostly? You could just take a big swipe at it, just sort of like... Smack at it. I gotta go. Goodbye, Dr. Drew. I don't think that was a doctor. I'm pretty sure it was not a doctor. Now, Spintax, this is a segment of the show that we, we talked about before we wanted to have on. Uh, it's household tips. Uh, we believe uh, that there are certain things that everyone can do that are very easy to incorporate into their everyday lives. Yes. And, yes. And uh, <laughs> this is the first one we came up with. Uh, since we're living where Arnold and Sarah used to live, uh, we've decided uh, that even though they had many stories to their house and a, and a basement, uh, we decided it would be much easier if everything was in one uh, tall column, sort of more like a tower to help protect the child phone. So we've rearranged all the rooms of the house into a single tower, uh, keeping the, the, the rooms as they were, but now there's a, a simple spiral staircase that goes all around it, and all you need to do uh, to turn your house into such a tower is to, of course, cast a spell of room relocation. 
It's quite wonderful, and the fun that Phone has with her slinky is immense. Yes, yes. Oh, how that slinky doth slink. <laughs> Ours. <laughs> this Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage and a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at Amazon.com slash Instant Eraser Foundation. Do I see we have another caller on the line? Go ahead, caller. Yes, hello. My name is Chauncey, and I am the head host at Medieval Times in Skokie, Illinois. Ah, Chauncey, it's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, Medieval Times. Oh, remember Medieval Times? We had fun there this week. Yes, I was embarrassed, but I had a good time after a while. I am calling to air grievances in, in terms of... My best ten knights have scampered off into the night with you, Well, magic man. To be fair, I've been tweeting at them for years, trying to get them to go with me on some sort of quest, and now I'm finally here, and I can, in person, raise the flags and and call the klaxon horn to have them follow me upon mine quest. Yes, I've heard rumor and tell that you are raising an army in your backyard, that my ten knights are training underneath you and your wizard partner. Yes, that's correct. Uh, We've created a small camp around the tower uh, where all of the soldiers sleep at night. uh, That's also a great way to protect your child is to uh, recruit knights and soldiers to live in around your home. Know this. I will get them back. Know this. I've never heard an Earth's person speak like that. (laughs) Yeah, very. You're very full of yourself, Chauncey. Yes. (laughs) I will tempt them with $17 an hour and I will get them back. Oh, you tempt away, Chauncey. You may 
fly your money in their face. You may throw bills at them, but I tell you this. I have offered them a true opportunity at heroism and greatness, and they have not shied away from the challenge. They are prepared to travel with us back to Foon to help defeat the Dark Lord and defeat the Void. And when we are finished doing that, we shall come here and smite any evil that still may harm Foon. Sorry, I'm taking notes. This is a very good storyline. Write this down, Chauncey. While you were speaking, I teleported into your domicile, hit a rope, nodded nine times. If you don't find it by the time the midnight strikes, you will die. <laughs> You'll choke to death. Wait, guys, it's Scott. The, my, my real name's Scott. Please don't do this. Goodbye, Scott. Don't do Goodbye. This. To me, Huck. Hey, it's Dr. Drew. I'm still on the line. Oh, hello, Dr. Drew. I don't know how to work this phone. Skokie Scott called you guys partners. You guys didn't say anything. Well, we are partners. We're working together to try to find a... Well, we made a list. We're trying to work our way back to Foon. We're trying to defeat the Void. We're trying to defeat the Dark Lord. Uh, there's some zoning issues with turning the house into a tower. They, you know, we're working through the list as quick as we can. Speaking of lists, I work for a women's magazine. We oh. do a lot of lists. Could I get maybe a quick list of the top ten things to do on Wizard Fuck Mountain? Well, sure. Uh, well, we can. Do you want to? Let's let's take turns. We'll alternate through this. I'll sure, start at number ten. Sure, you take the odds. I'll take the evens. Perfect. Mm. Number ten. Oh, we're starting at ten. I thought we'd count up. Number ten. Fuck a wizard. Number nine. Watch a wizard. Fuck a wizard. Number eight. Drink water from the puddles left from the imprint of a wizard's ass. Number seven. Take a golden egg. Smash it in your hand. Blow the gold pieces into the wind and watch them settle slowly upon the supple and nude body of a wizard. Number six, turn left and then halfway left once more and look into your own future long enough to see how your parents will die. Number five, try our apple pie. Number four, greet a dwarf, marry his daughter, have a long life with them. Know that their tears will bring you joy. Number three, look into the scrying pool and know what pain truly means. Number two, step up on the stump and tell a story. And number one, try to work your way between two wizards who are fucking. This is so steaming hot. Now, Doctor Drew, I, I now that I, I now that I don't know how to hang up on an, anyone on the phone, mm -hmm. uh, could you tell me uh, you work for a wizard? You work for a wizards magazine? You said no, I work for a women's magazine. Oh, a women's magazine. I, I see. What what is it exactly that you do for the magazine? I write lists. You write lists. Listicles. And you're very into the sexual lives of wizards. Very into the sexual lives of anything. Very into skin tips. Very into clothes. Excellent, excellent. Do you have any I have, I have a terrific skin tip. Uh, let's hear it. Is, do you got a list? Because we could use another list. It's a step-by-step -step list. Step number one, start just below the windpipe. Sever that first. Always got to right? start there, yes. Then cut vertically down the sternum, down through the guts, and around the anus. That's step two. Careful not to puncture any of the internal organs. Number three, pull out the anus and the windpipe and all of the guts in between. Leave those in the woods for critters. Then slowly flay 
the skin from the body uh, and let it dry for two days. And then you can tan it in some sort of, uh, you can use the brains of the beast or acorns and things like that to create a brine in which to tan the hide. Uh, but that's the best way to make skin into leather. So it's like a vampire facial. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Also moisturize. Oh, yes, oatmeal. I gotta go do something. Bye. Goodbye. Spintax, I do fear that we may be trapped here for some very long amount of time. And I am happy to take on this new chapter in my life where I do raise phone and I do work side by side with he who was my greatest enemy and at once the same time mine friend. But what shall become of us week after week as people keep tuning in to hear hello from the normal household? What do you see in the future, Spintax? I can imagine us going on a weekend trip to the country. Who? Not finding a room that we thought we had reserved and perhaps having to camp out overnight somewhere. That'd be an adventure. I'm frustrated already, for I'm so fastidious I would hate to sleep in a tent upon the ground. I demand a cabin. But I think we should go with the flow. (laughs) Ah, yes, those are sorts of wonderful stories you'll hear every week here on Hello from the Normal Household. Well, I'm looking forward to it because I am as well. Yes, life is an adventure, and as as much as we've been at odds over the years, uh, uh, we now have an opportunity to create joy and. And togetherness here in this new world, this world that is so divided. And to raise a beautiful daughter to be strong and smart and relentless. Aye, she shall fight for goodness as surely as you and I do. And I shall... No. 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 No, come on. No, we were just getting together. It was working out. Oh, we were going to do this together, you son of a bitch. Spintax. What? My nether sphere. My nether sphere is closing. I I feel myself... Let me grab it. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I feel myself returning to Foon, though. You must take care of Phone in my absence. God damn it, I'm going to eat her. No, don't eat her. Don't eat her. Whatever you do, protect her. Swear this to me now. I'm not a good guy. Spintax, this one oath you must take. Protect Phone at all costs. Fine. 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 Goodbye. Huh, it seems like the spell that brought Usador to Earth was too fragile to keep him there, and it's reversing itself. In wizarding circles, they call this the status quo effect. He'll probably end up back on Foon. Um, but let's tune into Hog's face to double check. And so I guess that the numbers in this envelope are 33, 57, mm-hmm. and 94. Mm. Open the envelope and see if I'm right. See if I guessed your numbers correctly. All right. <laughs> Carnival Wilson. Uh. I have returned. Yay, I have come back to Foon to find my way towards evil's blight and destroy. Oh, I like your cape. Usador. Hey, buddy. Usador's back. Yes. What the fuck is that arm? You got a little lady arm. Oh, yeah. 
I think Sarah got my arm and I got hers. <laughs> I kind of forgot about it. I just got used to it. You have my wife's arm. But Usador. Yeah, don't look at me like that. No. Usador. Sicko. Usador. Give him a hand. No. <laughs> that is not going to happen. I have spent a week on Earth raising your daughter, Phone. And now Spintax has made a solemn oath to me that he shall protect her in the tower that is your home, surrounded by the knights that I did gather. But where's Sarah? I don't know. She got shot in the space, buddy. I told you. Oh, right. Can uses that dumbass spell to send people up into the air. Did she appear back here when I disappeared? Yeah. And she shot up into space because of a chance spell. She shot up into space. Oh. Well, he never said the spell kills you. There's probably some sort of protective field. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there probably is. Do you want me to go to the astral plane and look throughout the universe for her real quick? No. I will do it. I will go to the astral oh, plane. Oh, shit. You sort of got to tell you. Carnival Wilson, Ooh. trickster god, ah. will go to the astral plane. <gasps> <laughs> got to tell you, uh, Arnie thinks he's Carnival Wilson now. He keeps saying there is no Arnie, only Carney. Oh, no. It's pretty bad. But we're doing a mental episode. <gasps> I'm back from the astral plane. Can? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm back from the astral plane. It's remarkable how much you sound like Can yeah, when you're out of breath. That would be. <clears throat> I'm back from the astral plane. Sarah's all right. She's in space, but she's totally all right. Nothing bad will ever happen to her. How did you do that? I used my magic. Uh-huh. Arnie went to the library and checked out some maps. I stole some maps. And he killed a security guard. Well. It's not a murder until anyone finds the body. Well, if you got some maps, then obviously you know how to do magic now. You know how to do mapic? Oh, do you you know how to do mapic? Yes. Do you know about mapic? Mm-hmm. Then do some. No, you do some first. Give me that map. Here you go. Just bring the map to life. Mapic. Carnival Wilson. You didn't do that, I did it. Oh, but in a way, didn't I do it? No, not at all. No. I got you to do it. That's brain magic. I hate the CW. All right, back to the mental episode. Let's start thinking at each other. (laughs) Try and guess the number I'm thinking of. Potato. That's what it was. All right, I'm going to go break into the ruffled feather, see if I can get some sort of magic drugs and maybe some weapons and... Rough some people up and see if they have any information about how to get to other dimensions. I keep telling you, on Foon, they're just called drugs. There's no such thing as magic drugs. They're just drugs. Yeah. You're so naive. Uh, Arnie, I'm concerned about this aberrant behavior. Perhaps you should have a red potion. What? Perhaps you should have a healing potion. Maybe you just want to take the edge off, but only one. And you have to do it in front of us. We'd rather you do it here in the tavern than, 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 you know, out there in, in the world, you know. Okay. Your Usador and I would prefer you do it here, so well, we can watch you and, uh, and make sure that you don't I'll, get up I'll to any trouble. You. Okay, I'll humor you if you think this if this will make you feel better. Uh, Boy, one red potion. I think. There we go. Usador, I'm sorry. Fancy blemish died while you were gone. Oh no, that happened before I left. Oh, it's so hard to keep track of things. Yeah. There you go. Will you will you at least just like brush his face with that hand? Thank, thanks, thanks for the red potion, Usador. You, and Chunt, you're right. That was just what I needed. Who are we talking to? Talking to Arnie. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. This is in no way a long con. Carnival Wilson. You just whispered. You Carnival whispered Wilson. to Carnival Wilson. We both heard it. Give me that potion back.
I guess everything worked out. Although Spintax is probably going to eat that kid, right? Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Shunt the Badger was played by Adel Refine. Spintax the Green was played by special guest Charlie McCracken. Check out Charlie in the NBC show AP Bio. Season 2 is coming soon. Assorted radio callers were played by Sarah Maher. Hello from the Magic Tavern is produced by Arnie Niekamp, Ryan DeGiorgi, and Evan Jakover. This episode edited by Tim Joyce. The Magic Tavern theme, as well as the Wiccan knitting theme, were written and performed by Andy Poland. And... Oh, no, now what? Is that the escape pod alert? Who's using the escape pod and why isn't it me? I'll see if I can pull up the intercom here. Hello, hello? Hey, sorry, it's me, Arnie. Oh, it's Robot Arnie. I'm not a ro- robot, but yeah, sorry, I- I'm taking off and heading to Earth. With Sarah hurtling through space somewhere and Arnie still trapped in Foon, there's a four-year-old on Earth that needs somebody, and I don't think Spintax and an army of Renfair performers is good enough, so I'm gonna do it. Or at least I'm gonna try. I can raise a kid, I think. How hard could it be? Sorry to take off like this. I I know you need someone in the space bunker to occasionally pretend to speak about behind-the-scenes stuff for the podcast, but some things are more important, like family. So if you'll excuse me, I have a life to go be a part of. Holy shit. Everyone is growing up and accepting their responsibility to make the world a better place, and even though I'm emperor now, I feel like in a lot of ways I have the most growing up to do it. This is really making me think. Oh, also, Magic Tavern shirts, posters, pins, and magnets make great holiday gifts, and it's a nice way to help support the podcast. You can find links at hellofromthemagictavern.com. Okay, that's it. Initiating ejection sequence. Bye forever! Okay, that's more on brand. Greg, you're doing fine. We are gathered here today uh, by me, an actual priest, to mourn the loss of Scott Glasshouse. Scott follows his sister, Barbara, to death. Barbara, of course, eaten inside and out by frogs. Scott wished away by some magical rope. Is there anybody here who would like to say something about the deceased? Uh, my name is Devin, and... um. I'm the Blue Knight, and um, I left Scott when he needed me most. Protect a little girl and two wizards, and I feel terrible about it. But I'm here today to set it right, and to remind everyone that working at medieval times is the most important job mm. you'll ever have in your entire life. It's okay, buddy. I, uh, my name's Greg. I'm uh, actually a psychiatrist, so... Mm. If anybody wants to talk, if anybody's in need, just ask for Greg to Bunny. Thank you for offering your services. Can I ask, was it weird that I started a funeral with, we're gathered here today? Did that make anybody think wedding? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Put, put it in people's heads, I guess. I didn't really. I was I was just thinking. I was going over my speech in my head when you were introing it, so I didn't mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. I missed that part, so... I didn't really know either of these people that well. Mm. Ashes to ashes. Dust to dust. You guys gonna eat those ashes? This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped 
endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients, popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.